Hey streamers, welcome to the Streaming Lab podcast. I'm Jan, and with my co-host Vinit, we are diving into the world of streaming. Each episode, we are reviewing the latest headlines and trends that are shaping streaming across the Middle East, North Africa and India. This week, we are covering the Dubai International Content Market 2023, a major merger between OSN and Angami, NBC Group's move to go public, the launch of the new fast platform Run Media in India, the different sports watching experience between Gio versus Hotstar, and the newcomer Baseball United, can it really take on cricket? Difficult question. Hi, Vinit. How are you doing today? Hello, Ian. Uh, yeah, that's the last one. Uh, the last question you mentioned there is a tough one. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving to my, my friends uh, across the world. Yeah, it's a good day to to be to you know to to be grateful even though we are grateful every day uh it's a good day to be grateful and uh best wishes uh for for everyone as we as we enter the holiday holiday period that's why i love dubai you know um a few days ago it was diwali then uh, thanksgiving christmas is coming so we have the opportunity to celebrate uh, all kind of uh, events all over the year so that's amazing Yeah, absolutely. And we're recording this on Black Friday. Gets better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you can buy your turkey uh, with a discount. Today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's jump uh, right in. What happened during the ICM 2023? We discussed about this uh, event in two detail last week. There were more than uh, 700 participants. So that's interesting. Much more than before when it was uh, at a smaller venue. So that's uh, that that's good for them. They did a good job. And um, in terms of company, over 350 companies were featured from more than 30 countries. So um, even if it's a regional event, now they managed to uh, to bring an international um, audience. What I saw is that uh, yeah, many providers coming from all over the world, South Korea, Turkey, France, of course, uh, UAE. Bahrain, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, and many other countries from, from the region. Again, the opportunity to uh, network, collaborate. I've heard that during the first day, they um, recorded more than 800 meetings. And I know that the, the team at DICM also worked uh, um, very well in order to help uh, the participants during the, the event. So what did you think about the, this event? Is it your first uh, content event, Vinit? Yeah, it was the first event, uh, Jan, and thanks to you, uh, you know, I could attend it. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was amazing, the location they picked, you know. It was a fantastic location if you're coming to Dubai from outside as an international uh, buyer or seller. Uh, to come to that location, you know, uh, pumps you up. It's a fantastic view of the Burj Al Arab and uh, Madina Jumeirah. So that's kudos to the organizing team for thinking of that. Seeing the breadth of content providers, uh, you know, I saw, for example, uh, met uh, some providers from Russia, uh, South Korea, as you mentioned. I saw that animation is uh, a surprise to me uh, in terms of the number of animation booths I saw, which was good, encouraging signs. Uh, I saw some Indian um, friends as well. So, you know, India cast, uh, Viacom 18 were there. Um, my friend Diljit uh, was there from VRF. I met him the next day. I met him quickly at the event. Didn't have the opportunity to to speak to to him uh, 
more than w one minute. And then the next day I saw him at the office of my client. So we, we took the time to discuss about you in it. <laughs> and uh, now interesting what he has built and um, his business, the mix of uh, content tech. So hello to him if he, if he listens to, to us. No, and plus, uh, let's not forget your session. I think uh, it was uh, it was very interesting. The fast uh, dynamics, uh, perspectives, the analysis. Uh, so that was very interesting. I think uh, you know we can maybe on your newsletter you can talk about some of the some of the insights that we learned. Uh, but you know, Nadine from uh, VIAC, uh, the Roya TV, um, Shahid, uh, and and uh, Otera. If I remember correctly, I think they all brought different angles of, you know, uh, fast uh, distribution, monetization, the way they think about content, what content to put, uh, why to put it, the ROI, the pop-up channels. There's so many dynamics and factors that um, that one has to keep in mind. So I think it was very uh, educational and inspirational, I would say, for me. Thank you, Vinit. I saw you in the audience. So... Uh... No, there were many uh, people and familiar faces. Uh, it's a, it was a big support. Uh, it's never easy this kind of um, of conference, and uh, I'm used to um, moderating events, but uh, this one I wanted to bring something um, um, kind of an added value. What I do best, like uh, analyze the market and, and share my insights. The first part was a presentation about fast in Mena. What happened? Since the beginning of the year, were the main players, the main platforms in terms of number of um, fast channels. There are a lot of companies tracking this model in the US, in Europe, but uh, still in, in this region, I, I think I'm the only one. I had a lot of new uh, subscribers these days, so it means that uh, yeah, it worked. We'll get some sponsors. we yeah. get some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win uh, <laughs> event. One more thing that we should mention, uh, and a lot of people uh, told me this, the food was very good. <laughs> the poor organizers, you know, they... They do a lot like to make sure that everything is perfect and people only remember the food. <laughs> Let's move to the, the second topic. Um, big announcement this week. OSN Plus and Angami announced they are about to merge. That's huge. Very interesting. I received a lot of WhatsApp from many people uh, this day and I wasn't aware of it at all. Uh, a lot of people told me, yeah, we were expecting it, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it, was, it was a big surprise for me. Few details. So SN is set to invest 50 million in Angami, creating one of the Middle East's uh, largest streaming platforms. This uh, merger combines over 120 million registered users, more than 2.5 million paying subscribers, and over 100 million in revenue. So impressive um, figures. Angami is, um, is kind of the Spotify of uh, Mina. They they have been around for a long time. It's a very well-known company. They used to be a startup. Now they are much bigger than this. But still, you know, it's music. They have a music library and OSN is uh, mainly video content, premium video. You know, they distribute uh, HBO here. Of course, they don't have any HBO, but uh, it's an important part of their catalog and adds value in the region. So let's see, the deal should be finalized early next year. I'm just not sure what this uh, merger means for the end user. It's always um, difficult to mix different kind of content, music and video. You don't go to OSN to listen to music, you go there to watch premium videos. 
if you subscribe to Spotify, um, it's only to to uh, listen to music. So I'm not sure they will merge the um, services, but uh, definitely there are a lot of synergies to be implemented between uh, both players. What do you think about this merger? Did, did you um, hear about something similar somewhere else, like a streaming service, music, and video merging? I just spoke about uh, Vodafone Idea and how Vodafone Idea runs you know, the V uh, movies and TV app for its subscribers. And on the app, uh, there's a movies um, tab, and right next to it is music. And the music is powered by Hangama Music in India. Uh, and, you know, obviously Hangama uh, is the music giant uh, in India. They also have a streaming um, service for music, which is a competitor to uh, Spotify and, and Geo Savan, the other two large players in India. To be honest, it'll be very interesting to see. And I highly doubt that the user behavior would um, prompt a user to switch to music when he or she is looking for, you know, video. So you you, you bring up a good point that maybe they keep the two two services uh, going and just cross pollinate uh, users. And by the way, by the way, while while we're on that, let me quickly uh, tell the viewers who probably do not know this, but there's a strong Indian connection at Angami. So Angami. Um, was basically merged with a company called Vistas Media Acquisition Company, which is a publicly traded uh, SPAC or a special purpose acquisition company. And uh, that's uh, that's an Indian, uh, Indo-Singaporean company. I, I forget exactly if they have the headquarter in Singapore or India, but it's, it's run by a few Indian guys. And basically they merged it and then they took it uh, public in uh, at the Nasdaq. Wow. Yeah, more than a strong connection. But yeah, I, I, I hope it works out for all the shareholders. As you know, we um, we want the podcast to uh, to become also um, a place when, where we can interview people from the region, um, streaming professionals. So definitely uh, Angami and uh, Eli, one of the co-founders, will be perfect. I'm sure a lot of people are trying to to get his voice right now, but uh, let's see. Maybe beginning of next year will be a, a good timing to to ask him to uh, to share his uh, insights about what uh, what they plan to do. Okay, let's move to the last discussion about streaming in Mina. Another huge announcement: NBC Group going public. They announced an initial public offering, so IPO, on the Saudi exchange, offering 10% of their share capital through a capital increase. So that's a big, uh, big move. As you know, NBC is the main broadcaster of the region. They are reaching over 150 million people weekly. They operate in the TV broadcasting, and they have uh, the most popular streaming service of the region, Shahid. What's interesting is that they share a couple of points that uh, the IPO uh, should support. So a couple of initiatives. One of them is uh, enhancing Shahid's content. So definitely it will give a, a big uh, boost in terms of content acquisition. We know that Shahid 
they are mainly recognized for their Arabic content. They've been trying to invest in international Western content for a long time. So it could be a, maybe a good opportunity for them to invest in strong IPs, Western IPs or content coming from all over the world. So let's see, but it's uh, again, now it's a big, uh, big move. It shows also NBC's ambition to grow as a global media and uh, entertainment powerhouse. And again, I'm sure it will support the vision 2030 from uh, Saudi Arabia for the media sector. Amazing to, amazing to see that uh, both the Angami OSN news and the South, uh, the NBC news almost came at the same time. Honestly, the November months was very, very busy. So it's amazing for us. We have a lot to comment. And uh, another point that's interesting for the Streaming Lab, as you know, we don't only uh, comment about the market, but we create market reports. And um, the first one we launched is uh, Streaming in Mina. It's an analysis of uh, 30 stream local streaming services with a lot of details, um, business models, uh, launch dates, main content available, uh, a lot of tech capabilities information. And um, yeah, we had a lot of success with this report and uh, we shall publish the third edition before the end of the year. And what's difficult is to find data in the region. So when I see IPO, I hear uh, transparency. So I assume they will have to share details about the number of subscribers. Am I right, Vinit? That's, that's going to help, help the newsletters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, let's move to streaming in India. The first news is the launch of um, Run Media. And uh, you wanted to talk about this uh, newcomer, Vinit. The floor is yours. Yeah, thank you, Yan. So Run Media, I'm very excited about this uh, development. Um, it's the first independent, fast aggregator platform. It's actually a startup. And uh, they are in fundraising mode. And, you know, Manish, uh, who is the founder and CEO, uh, is X to the new, which was a video tech provider out of India. And uh, they are seeing fast a little differently uh, compared to, you know, uh, let's say a Samsung TV Plus in India, at least. Where, you know, Samsung TV Plus or let's say Geo TV or uh, let's say any other fast aggregator platform they would get channels from third-party content providers, like for example, news. You know, they they get the twenty-four by seven news channels put on the platform, but their goal is that the majority of the channels, fast channels on their platform, would be stitched uh, by them. So they'll have more control on the programming. Great start to enter the fast um, world with uh, what they call the stitched channels what does it mean they just like uh, combine VOD assets next to each other with uh, programming that makes sense it can be sequential it can be um, chronological it depends on what they want to achieve stitch uh, channels means exclusive channels only for them so and this is exactly what the players in Mina did um, Shahid for example or Starzone Wayak they created their own channels and then now they are starting to aggregate third-party channels. Ah, nice. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's that's something that I was pleasantly surprised when I was looking at comparing a run to some of the other players in India, even though it's very early days. 
but you know he for example they have this um channel called prime time movies or something similar where every uh friday and every saturday they at 9 pm they would launch a new movie um and they use that as a marketing to increase app installs and that's really helped it's interesting that the way they're looking at this it's almost like tv but obviously you know in terms of digital it's it gives them the ability to target and personalize so you know he's they've got this pop-up channel concept they, they want to get into pop-up channels in a big way so i thought it was interesting nice yeah pop-up channel we don't see them uh, quite often um, on uh, platforms Usually, you know, the classic pop-up channel is a, a channel for Christmas or for a specific event. What I would love to see is pop-up channels for a specific sports event. Ah, uh, yeah. I've heard that um, Starzone just launched the pop-up channel powered by uh, Crickbuzz. T20 Australia, India, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a big news. I'm going to go check it out. No, and just to wrap up, run really quick. Um, so they have 12 fast channels. Uh, the one other USP that I saw since they're you know viewing themselves as a media tech startup is that they would uh, they control the tech. None of the tech is outsourced to any of the um, regular providers for fast channels. And they're also building their own SSAI, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah, big move. Players don't start with this strategy. They just use uh, um, big SSAI. So, yeah, let's see. But it means that they want to make sure they master all the pillars of fast, so content, distribution, and monetization. That should be an interesting uh, company to watch in the coming coming few weeks and months. Thanks, Vinit. Let's move to the next topic, Geo and Hotstar Sports watching experience. What are the similarities? What are the differences? I watched the IPL on, on Geo Cinema this year and um, you know i've been used to watching the ipl on disney plus hotstar ott for many years because they had the rights this year for the first time you know obviously viacom 18 won the rights and geo uh, cinema showed the ipl and then i watched obviously the cricket world cup on um, on disney plus hotstar so i had a reference point to say okay i've seen this and so i think you know overall the geo cinema just in terms of the playback experience the video the video quality overall seamlessness of the video start time etc disney plus hotstar is i would say a few points above geo cinema in terms of the uh, video playback also the app the geo cinema app feels a little clunky compared to disney plus hotstar so those are areas that they need to look at also you know both the platforms if you see on the mobile if you see the uh, disney plus hotstar experience and compare it apples to apples with uh, geo cinema cricket uh, as the common denominator and you know both the apps have this uh, game that you can play you can predict uh, what is going to happen on the next ball um, and there's a gamification and a chat feature as well and you look at geo cinema and you look at disney plus hotstar the same exact feature, but the whole Geo Cinema experience, the UI UX, just looks kiddish compared to Disney Plus Hotstar. So I think they have they have some room for improvement there. Obviously, it's their first year, and but just sort of uh, re-emphasize in my head, Jan, that uh, you just cannot take away uh, the experience that people build over many years. You know, like New Kid on the Block, 
uh geo cinema you know you, you think is geo oh yeah i know geo's going to get everything right in the first shot but no it's like you know even if you throw a lot of money at it the fact that disney plus hotstar guys have experienced and and grown their service you can't take away experience that's very interesting and i remember what you mentioned um last week or the or the week before a lot of uh, tech professionals moves from uh, Disney plus Hotstar to Geo. It's a good surprise to hear your observations that Disney plus Hotstar is still like leading the tech race. You cannot fast track this kind of um, projects. It takes time, it takes experience, it takes uh, learnings. That's the point exactly that, you know, you cannot fast track good stuff. It, <laughs> it takes time to build. Let's uh, move to the last topic of the day. It's a news that's a mix between uh, Mina and uh, India, right? Um, yesterday, I think something very interesting happened, the launch of Baseball United. So it's a new uh, baseball league based in UAE. Um, I, that's fun because I, I met, I, I don't know if we met him together, maybe you met him also, but uh, at CapSat, I met uh, one of the representatives of Baseball United. The guy came to me uh, saying, yeah, we're about to launch a baseball league in UAE. I was like, what? <laughs> I could not be believe it. And then six months later, uh, I can see a lot of PR. Baseball is coming to UAE. One of the most famous players came to the region to promote this launch. Can uh, baseball really take on cricket, Vinit? <laughs> It's the trillion dollar question. It's you know, interesting that, in a way, I mean, I'm not surprised that they chose Dubai as the as a launch center uh for for the sport i don't understand much about baseball myself you know on a on a, on a region like india and pakistan and south asia which is like almost uh, breathing cricket it's going to take time for them to make any any sort of uh, dent in that audience but hey it's sport it's uh, it's also timing you know you're launching it in a time when you you're post covid Uh, live sports is uh, is back in action. You know, parents are pushing their kids to learn newer and newer sports, try different things. Um, you never know. Honestly, uh, congrats to them um, for for this launch. Uh, I will try to go and watch uh, um, a baseball game, but definitely it's a big challenge. Definitely, I would love to go see a baseball game. That's that's for sure. Maybe the next one, but uh, this is going to be shown on fan code. Uh, in India, and uh, the games are also available for free on baseballunited.com, uh, and the streaming provider uh, is Stream AMG, uh, which I also thought was interesting because I haven't seen anyone else uh, in the region use this uh, this tech company. So, uh, looking forward to checking out the streams. Yeah, I was about to ask like who is uh, broadcasting the the games uh, in UAE. Looks like they have a direct-to-consumer strategy. That's all for today's episode. Same question than last week, Vinit. What have you been streaming recently? So, Jan, it's funny. I haven't streamed uh, anything this week, but, uh, and maybe tonight, I'm going to check out this show called The Railway Men. It's uh, on Netflix. It was launched uh, last week. And uh, it's about the... Um, Uh, the untold story of the Bhopal gas tragedy. Uh, there was a 
you know infamous gas leak which killed uh, thousands of people in a chemical factory in bhopal and this uh this series uh attempts to show the true story of what happened so uh it's trending uh it's it's uh, you know it's it's doing really well it's a tv mini mini series it's uh, it's by the ashraj uh, stable so it's also wire f for ashraj films uh, entry into mainstream ott with netflix what about you i think last week i recommended a documentary about dinosaurs right so this week i will recommend a new documentary <laughs> we like this uh, here uh, called the lost treasures of egypt it's on disney plus and uh, it's um, a very i would say uh, captivating uh, series that follows international uh, archaeology teams um, excavating in egypt's valley of the kings and that's crazy like they spend months um, digging in order to find nothing or in order to find treasures so um, they never know exactly what uh, what to expect so yeah i, I truly uh, recommend this uh, series to you i hope you already subscribed to disney plus uh, so the lost treasures of egypt that's a wrap for today's episode we covered some significant developments in the dynamic world of streaming mina and india Thanks again for joining us in the Streaming Lab podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Streaming Lab for more insights at www.thestreaminglab.com. Until next week, and don't forget, keep streaming. Bye-bye.